I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Sarah, um, I'm concerned. You're concerned. So before we started recording, I hear this kathunk kathunk like there's a dead body being dragged down the stairs <laughs> and i had to go investigate before the podcast started did you figure it out yeah what happened was ben decided he wanted to weigh our dog <laughs> um, <laughs> our 140 pound dog that would be a giant dead body yeah yeah so i i don't really know what happens other than he got on the scale with the dog and somehow managed to not get the dog's weight but he has a video i don't i i don't know i don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. that's hilarious everybody's alive and that's the important part i love how your brain first went to dead body down the stairs That's what it sounded like. If I was dragging somebody like, you know, full on rigor mortis down the stairs, mm-hmm. that's what it would sound like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not that well, I have experience doing that. I'm glad that it wasn't that. Yeah, me too. Um, and I hope Buddy's okay over there. I, yeah, I'll have to ask him. I'll have to see the video. I really have no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Things have- are getting weird in the true household. And here I was concerned that we weren't going to have an animal story this week. And yet <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Perfect. Poor buddy. Poor, poor buddy. buddy. So Sarah, my last 24 hours have been um, kind of strange also. No animal stories, but. No animals. I could draw in an animal story if I really want to. Actually, I probably could. Because at one point during this whole series of events, Rosie ended up calling me from school and telling me that there were salmon swimming up the highway. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's still, the stories get to be corroborated. But, <laughs> but so we had a big, like we had a massive storm here, like rain, floods, like things were washing up onto beaches in Vancouver. Like it was, so I came home, I came home from CrossFit. I actually got stopped by like a giant puddle on the way home. And I had to go a different way. Cause I wasn't sure if it was too deep for my car to go in. Like, this is how bad the rain has been here. And this is a place that has rain, you know, yeah. like we know how to handle rain. Um, anyway, so I was in my house yesterday afternoon. I was in the middle of a meeting. My power went out, internet down. Then the cell tower went out. So I was like in complete, like, non-communication. I put on some candles and I did like a, um, I did like some brainstorming for like this kind of this like pretty tough business problem. I've been like trying to solve it. I'm like, Hey, listen, I have some, I have some space. I'm going to just like, whatever. And I've got the giant post-it notes like around the living room, (laughs) I've got the candles going and I'm like writing out all this stuff. Um, and anyway, and so that was fine. And then, so sometime before this, it was before this with it, because Rosie was trying to call me from school because 
she needed pants or something. I don't know. She fell in the mud because it was slippery and wet everywhere and she needed new pants. And in the process of that, she said, mommy, someone told me that on the news, the salmon was swimming on the highway. And I literally was like, no way. And then minutes later, when like everything was down and I was what, like, there was like floods everywhere. I was like, oh, maybe there were salmon swimming on the highway. <laughs> anyway. If you saw it somewhere on TikTok, that would corroborate it. That's a, thank you. Yes. Maybe I'll go over to TikTok and switch <laughs> up the salmon highways. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. So, okay. So in the midst of this, like I end up like spending several hours, like just deep in this business problem, like candlelight. Right. <laughs> and, then, oh, no. and this morning I had like, I sort of like by the power came back on at some point, like, so by sort of nine o'clock last night, I was done. I had my dinner, whatever. And I woke up and I had like some other notes to make. So I was still like stuck in the same problem this morning mm. until I started my meetings around 11 <clears throat> and at two, one, two o'clock this afternoon, I still like my brain was kind of fuzzy. Cause I, I felt like I just like put myself into like an alternative universe where I just basically worked on one problem with a pen and paper, like for all these hours, like I slept and then started again. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to solve this problem. I need some advice, whatever. And I had this coffee date with someone. Honestly, I didn't know who she was. Huh. A couple of people introduced her. Like, like this, this woman's been asking for an introduction. Do you mind if I introduce you? She's really interested in what you're doing with Feisty. I'm like, sure. Introduce me. Um, anyway, so I didn't know. I walked into the coffee shop and like, honestly, like an angel from heaven was like exactly the person I need to help me solve my business problems. Seriously? Yeah. She had built and sold two businesses. Like she's like, just like boss, boss lady. So Mm -hmm. you needed advice from her, not vice versa. Yeah. She's like, we're having a conversation. She's like, whatever. She's like, I love what you're doing. She actually, um, she, and she got to us because she had a really bad, um, really bad time in menopause. And she listens to the hit play, not pause podcast. And then she found out like through the grapevine that like, we were actually a, like a Canadian company and that I actually live in Victoria and she's like, what? I need to meet this woman. And that's how I ended up with these other folks reaching out to me and saying, and she like, she's starting a new business in like the health, um, in like women's health. And she's like, we need to talk. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then she was like, day. yeah. And then she's like, what can I do for you? I'm like, funny. You should ask <laughs> because I need some help. <laughs> It was amazing. So yeah. do you, do you now have a good, like a, a resolution to your business problem based on her advice? Not a full one, but like, she definitely had some Partially. ideas on Obviously. the spot and then yeah. was like, and then we're like, okay, we can talk more about this, this, and this. She sent me two follow-up emails with resources. Like oh I was God. like, wow, isn't that crazy? Like, I didn't even know, like I hadn't even done my due diligence. Like normally I would at least like Google or go to LinkedIn and find out something about the person that I'm meeting this time. No, just stupid me. Just whatever wandered in <laughs> like, crazy. and I knew too immediately, like, I, like, you know, I saw her and I was like, Oh, she's a boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome (laughs) so that happened yeah so I just I just felt like I was in like a dreamland like a dreamland where there was like no power and there was and all there are business challenges (laughs) 
and then like the solution gets dropped in like from heaven you know so like a fish up the highway salmon run up the highway yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, okay well, well, well I, that's incredible um <laughs> when did your power come back maybe eight or nine o'clock in the evening okay it wasn't so, out long enough to, it was maybe out for four hours, like long enough to kind of be like a fun little business problem party and not long enough to actually for me to be cold or anything like that. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Let's take a break. Um, and when we, after well, that may have been our longest intro ever. Um, and after the break, we're going to talk about our 12 days of feisty and all the deals that we're getting. Um, we're going to talk about your social media, baby. Um, and the Outspoken Summit after this. Every day there seems to be a new wellness trend, like eat this, do this, avoid those scary things. And how do we know where to start and who to trust? Inside Tracker cuts through the noise by analyzing your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness trackers. This provides you with a personalized, science-based, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. Inside Tracker is simpler, cheaper, and more convenient than traditional blood tests, and includes tests that we need as athletes but aren't traditionally included, like ferritin and vitamin D. My favorite part is that they don't just give you the data, they provide you with nutrition and lifestyle tips to take action. So, for a limited time, Inside Tracker is offering our If We Were Riding listeners 25% off their entire store. So just go to insidetracker.com forward slash riding. That's insidetracker.com forward slash riding, as in, if we were, change is an inside job, start inside. Okay, so Sarah, we had a note. This is like, I'm the worst. I'm just like, I'm supposed to be reading some script that Inside Tracker sent us, but instead, like, let's just talk about um, inside tracker and like blood, what do you call it? Blood tests in general with regards yeah. to training. Um, yeah. cause that's something I did a lot of like as an elite athlete, like we, especially when I was like with the national team in Scotland, like we would do regular kind of blood tests, see where you're at. Um, do, do you as well? Uh, so for a while I did my primary care person here, she it's hilarious. Cause I've been seeing her for years. She's a she's an Olympic rower, former Olympic rower, like was the, uh, coach for the Olympic team for, or the, the doctor for the Olympic team for a while. I go in for years. I'm like, Oh, can I get, can I get some blood work done? She's like, I, I don't believe in it because it doesn't, it doesn't matter unless you get it done regularly. I'm like, yeah, I want to get it done right now. <laughs> You're like, exactly. That's, that's the whole point. And I'm like, I, you know, I've gotten it done. Like I would get it done through the USOC. I'd get it done different places. I'm like, I have these baseline numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't get it done at home because my primary care person just, she, she's very resistant to it. It's so, it's so funny to me. Yeah. Interesting. And I, surprised- yeah, I understand it if it's like a one-off. Cause I'm sure she gets college athletes who are like, Oh, I feel a little off, you know, yeah. can I get my blood test? And she's like, that's what's it going to tell us unless there's something really abnormal. Yeah. But like the whole point for me 
is to track it over cycles of training mm-hmm. over a period of time to understand what my normal is. Mm-hmm. Totally. Anyway, I'm venting. Yeah, no, totally. And I wonder, oh, maybe I shouldn't like, now I'm just going to pour salt in your wound if you don't mind. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, especially given like some of the challenges you had with Iron Man and stuff, like it would have been nice probably to have like yeah. that backlog of like, mm-hmm. To see if there were any patterns or anything like that. Well, I I have some intermittent data, so that that was one of the things I I did get uh, testing right after, and it showed, you know, some minor things that I needed to address, but nothing that would explain, mm-hmm. you know, my my struggles. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, may not have mattered. Um, so yeah, we're like, as you know, like the whole of feisty. So like, first of all, if anyone's thinking of using inside tracker, like the whole of feisty is sponsored by inside tracker. They're like the first sponsor that came to us. And we're like, we want the all feisty package. <laughs> like we want to support all the things that you're doing. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. But, um, I, so I did get like, so the first time since I stopped training, I did get, I did end up getting blood tests done. Right. Nice. Um, and it was interesting. And like you say, I'm with you that it's better. It's best done with a follow-up, even if just twice a year. Right. right. Um, and I think that like for your overall health, it's like, it's like a preventative health measure, um, but that can also help you, um, like help your performance too. Right. If you're, if you're a serious athlete, which now I am not. (laughs) Um, so, and then I had this funny experience with them because it became like a competition on our team of like, who was going to have like, whose inner age was like the most below their actual age. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you guys are competitive. Nah, we're not competitive, but like, I was like, mine has to be below. Like I'm 45. I'm like, it has to be below 40. It's gotta be. And then it came out like 41. What? Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. Um, And so now I want to do over, which actually is good because like, I did have a couple like red flags in there. um, And I, and they like suggest like dietary, changes that you can make. Um, so they do like come out with like dietary changes or changes to your training that you could make that might change the overall, which are like, honestly, like for the average person, probably good. Cause they're pretty like, generic. Right. Um, I of course like took a deep dive and went to my friend, my bestie, who's a nurse and was like, how can I make these numbers better? <laughs> right? um, so I am going to get tested again and try to get, um, better numbers, but it does show like, so for example, like one of the things, um, Karen, my friend said is like, she's like, were you properly hydrated to take the test? I'm like, mm, probably not. <laughs> um, and then also like whether I had done a big session the day before, which changes the numbers, but it's like, it, uh, even on a one-off test that does show you like that, like how like your blood numbers are off enough to get a red flag on a test just because I'm slightly dehydrated or just because I've done a session before and I'm not fully recovered from it. Right. Um, so I did find it super interesting. There's like 30 different tests they do or something. Right. So it's like, it's like a hundred percent, like great for like preventative medicine. And I can see what's like, what's off. Um, but anyway, where I'm leading with this is that I'm going to get another test (laughs) and I'm going to get my my inner age down to under 40. Um, and inside tracker, like just so everyone at home knows, like they're offering us a, um, what do you call it? Black Friday sale from November 22nd to 25th. So if you go to inside tracker.com, you have to go inside tracker.com forward slash feisty. 
And then you can save, get this here, $200 off the inside tracker ultimate plan and 25% off like site wide. Um, plus you can get a free inner age test, which I don't precisely know what that is, but I know that it's really important to get your inner age low. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you use the code feisty gift. Um, so I will get uh, Lindsay to put all of this information in the show notes, but like if you were on the fence or like thinking maybe you wanted to do the inside tracker thing, um, I think this is a good chance to give it a try. And I also like Sarah, like I do recommend doing a planning, a follow-up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we always have a discount on that. So uh, yeah. come back to us for your follow-up too. So go ahead. So we say US and Canada. Do you know? Yes. Which could, okay. Yeah. U S and Canada, they here in Canada, they come to your house. So like, it was such a fun experience. Like this fun nurse showed up and she was like first thing in the morning because you have to be fasted. And she was like super chatty. I got Ellen to come here to record it. Um, so that we could do something fun with it. They do take a lot of blood. Like if you're squeamish, like they're like, it's like seven or eight vials of blood, but it's like 30 odd tests. So of course they need that much blood. Um, but I thought it was like, super interesting for anyone who like actually cares about their health. Like you can just find out some things that are going on that you might not necessarily know about. So, yeah. Well, it has been interesting just to see, you know, this company get bigger and more athletes posting their results. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, why not try it out? Mm -hmm. We also, also word to the wise or warning. Maybe we did have one member of our team. I won't out her but she was training for Ironman pretty hard while she got the test and her inner inner age ended up being like six years older than she is. Oh, geez. And we were like, Oh, but that's just the Ironman training, right? Like, we so were are like, you saying Ironman ages you? <laughs> Ironman ages you literally in the short term while you're recovering from the training. Yes. And it only ages you on the inside. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Well, we could argue that point. We could. <laughs> we could argue that. Wear your sunscreen. People. Wear your sunscreen. <laughs> this is a different issue. We also have a sunscreen sponsor. <laughs> if we just want to keep talking, we can roll through. Go to Zelios. <laughs> Teamzelios.com. You have your inner tracker and your outer tracker. <laughs> <laughs> okay while we're on it we're also doing 12 days of feisty again this year we did it last year it was super fun um so what we do is we like collect like discounts and giveaways from all of our sponsors um and we put them together into like a gift guide kind of thing and this year what we're doing is you can go to livefeisty.com forward slash 12 days i think that's what it is yeah forward slash 12 days like the number 12 um and you can get Uh, you sign up to enter, like to enter for the prize. But what happens is like, you get a sneak peek at like all the things that are coming. Um, So you can like, you can know which days you want to be paying attention on the 12 days to our social Ah, media. Mm -hmm. Cause like the discounts, it's like the discounts are like black Friday esque discounts. Like they're massive. Right. So if you've always wanted to like do a Stacey Sims course or own a feisty (laughs) hoodie i know people are sitting at home going if only i could own a feisty hoodie (laughs) then then um now's your time (laughs) okay well those that's all that's all the promos that's the promo list i had nothing to add to it i'm sorry (laughs) but it does sound fun 
it's fun. We made TikToks for, we're making TikToks for each of the 12 days. I think that's the most fun part. Like for us, we were like- The making or the watching? Oh, both. Okay. I think both. Like, I think it's funny because we like, you know, like that's a fun part of our job is making TikToks and doing funny stuff, um, fun stuff. But um, we're like, what can we do differently? Like, instead of just putting together an article that's like, you know, 12 items for female athletes or whatever. We're like, what can we do? We're like, let's make a TikTok for each of the days. So that's our gift guide. (laughs) You know, we haven't, we haven't done a TikTok uh, in a checkup on you in months. Have you had anything go viral recently? Um, Funny you should ask (laughs) because like for long, I've had a massive dry spell like on TikToks, yeah. right? Like I just like, I, partially cause I'm not trying so hard. I'm not spending so much time in there. Like to go viral on TikTok, you have to know the trends and like, I'm just not doing it. Um, and so like once in a while I'll do something because I feel like it, or I think it's funny, but then like you're like, outside of the, you're not hanging out with the community, you know? Um, and then I made a, and now everything I make on TikTok, I also put on my reels, right? So I made this TikTok about me and Jamie where it was like, uh, the throwback, like we got into the, I don't know, you have to go, you can watch it on my Instagram on the reels, or you can watch it on my TikTok. but like, um, where there's like a throwback picture, the end is like, just like a frame of us at like 17 years old. It was like one of our first outings together as a couple. It's a pretty cute TikTok, but actually it went, it's gone viral on Instagram. No way. Yeah. Seriously? Like, yeah, we're at like half a million people on Instagram. No. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that and it was mm-hmm. very cute. It's cute. Half a million? I, yeah. Like I have never had a viral reel before. Like most of my reels get like, I've got 5,000 followers. Most of my reels get like two or 3,000 views. And that's like about right. And I just, it's just fine. Right. But like, it just keeps ticking, <laughs> ticking up. I like, I said to Jamie, I'm like, okay, once it gets to half a million, I'm going to admit that it's like viral. So we're like at 480. 5,000 or something. Like. So you're sub viral. I'm just, I'm like 15,000 views <laughs> below. I don't know. I haven't checked lately. Like probably if I just like go in there, <laughs> I was just like, and also I was like, what a thing to go viral. Like I, like it was a cute video, but like, yeah, it's not on brand. Like, it's not like, it's not helping me in any way. Oh yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, it's just like, it just is what it is here world have a cute video about my relationship. Everybody so. loves love though. <laughs> Clearly. Take home message that I got from that. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Speaking of social media, Sarah, we talked about this a few weeks ago and um, I wanted to follow up because I have seen that Hawk has been making lots of appearances um, on your Instagram. So where did you land with that? Like um, putting your kid on Instagram question. Yeah, so I actually got some really good, very thoughtful responses from listeners. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, including a recommendation for a book I haven't read yet called Growing Up Social. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if that's more about kids on social media instead of parents, you know, plastering their kids' photos. I don't I haven't read it. Uh, but basically, the take home that I got was that you know, from, from the other standpoint, like from the other side, uh, it's, it's, it connects you to people. So, uh, you know, as long as it's not done 
in a way that feels exploited, exploitative of a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, like there is a way to find a balance where mm-hmm. I had one person basically be like, yeah, it's actually kind of weird when people go out of the ray to like, you know, hide the face of the child or put like a sticker on them where it's, it's fun. You know, you have to find a balance, but mm-hmm. it can get weird if it goes too far on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically like the whole, the whole thing just made me just sit back and really sit with my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. and like, what, what am I actually, cause what am I actually afraid of? You know, what is my biggest concern? And, you know, I think it was a few things. One is that it's a more global concern. I, okay, well, you know, kid doesn't have right, you know, they don't have consent whether or not you put something on. So really it has to be up to the parent's judgment. And I, I, I trust my judgment. Um, that I'm not going to do anything that's going to embarrass him or, you know, hurt his uh, privacy down the road. You know, there is, there are some concerns about, like, I, I think about the whole, the, like the bank secret question. (laughs) So like, okay. When you can't remember your password, the bank secret (laughs) And the bank asks you, ask you, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? What was the name right. of the street you grew up on? Like, what was the name of your childhood pet? Mm-hmm. If you're putting all that stuff up about your kid, then it's probably you're going too far. Like if if somebody can get into your bank account with the secret passwords that you put on the Internet about your kid, <laughs> this is the way my brain works. <laughs> You're all getting. I'm just like, how did? What did your kid have to do with the street you grew up on? Anyway, mm -hmm. but I'm saying, if like 20 years down the road, the secret question is, what is your kid's birthday? What is your kid's favorite color? (laughs) No, it's it's. uh, What is your uh, oh, I see for him. So like, and it's like a picture of you standing with like a stroller outside of like beside like a street sign, and someone can have that information. Or just, you know, putting his birth date up there and like just okay. every piece of information about his life. Wait, wait, right. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, the, okay, I did not do a good job of explaining it. Right, you but got, now you I'm with there. you though. Like I'm with you, you with like me. A, a good Where, detective could mine right. out some information. Right. Yeah. Where that, mm-hmm. that feels like it's too far. That's a bigger question, you know, mm-hmm. that we all have to contend with. Um, and then just as an athlete, I think there were two parts about it that I, I felt some hesitation about. One was identity. Like, I don't want to just be a mom athlete. You mm-hmm. know, I, I want to make sure that, you know, cause you can get pigeonholed. Yeah. Um, I am more than that. And I just, I don't know. Like I, I want to, I want to hold on to more of my identity than just being that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I also, you know, I had the concern about, I didn't want to feel like I was using my child for likes and for, uh, you know, like I said, any exploitative way, like Mm -hmm. to plug sponsors. Um, And again, I just, so where I kind of came around was, oh, and then 
another concern. I am just all over the place today. I apologize to listeners. It's late. My brain's kind of fuzzy. Then I realized that, all right, Ben and I can have different uh, standards about what is acceptable to us with social media. We just have to trust the other person. And that's parenting, Mm, right? You have to trust the judgment of the other person where he might not be posting a photo of his kid, but I can. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just needs to trust that I'm going to do it in, in a, you know, way that's not going to be harmful to our child. Right. So all those things I boiled down, like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm trying to do it in a way that shares that I am part of this bigger story about being a, a, an active mom, you know, like mm-hmm. that it's not the end of your career, uh, that you can continue to be an active, ambitious, professional woman mm-hmm. yeah. with a kid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm yeah. proud of being something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's kind of cute. And he is kind of cute. And like, I love that. Like, I think there's a certain, like, I think that your authentic self and who you are is like the best thing that you have to offer. Right. And so like part of that, like, and where Hawk fits in your life is just like, it just kind of is what it is, you know? Um, if it's any consolation, I have friends that have told me, despite the fact that like, I didn't really hold back about, like I posted Rosalie when I wanted to. Now she tells yeah. me I'm not allowed to, so I don't. Right. <laughs> She's old enough for consent as we've discussed. Um, but I've, I still had people tell me, oh, I forget that you're a mom. Yeah. Like, because like right. in certain relationships, friendships or business relationships, like I lean into a different um, a part of my identity, right? Like I'm not talking about the fact that my baby's puking on me all the time. I'm actually talking about whatever, you know, whatever, whatever I'm talking about with my friend or my business partner. Yeah. So, well, I, I, I want that to be, I want to be able to have that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, I think this is something that's really is hard for a professional woman is that, you know, if you are a mother, uh, you know, it becomes, so deeply ingrained into how other people see you in a different way than it does for a professional man. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how you balance the two, but it, yeah, <laughs> mm. I, this is, this is something that I'm still continuing to try to wrap my head around is that I, while my life has changed a lot, I am still just as motivated, ambitious as I mm-hmm. was before having a kid. Yeah. Uh, even though I, I think there is kind of this cultural expectation that once a woman is a mother, um, that part of us is kind of tamped down a bit. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, isn't it? Like yeah. I had people actually actively say that to me, like when I was pregnant and I was like, oh, I'm going back to racing. Like, cause I, like, I was kind of um, burnt out when I got pregnant. Like it was part of the timing of when I decided to have a kid, like I was burnt out on training and I had someone said, oh, you're never gonna, you don't know how you're going to feel after you have the baby, you know? And I'm like, pretty sure I do know how I'm going to feel <laughs> because, and then I, and, and I did like, it was just like, it was the same me with a baby. Like, <laughs> like 
why would, yeah. why would I suddenly have this like complete change of like, like I could understand maybe there's like, there's the hormones that go along with like breastfeeding and stuff like that, that like, like help to like shift your priorities a little bit or whatever, but like bigger picture, you're you. Like you're still right. you, you're still right. an ambitious person. You still yeah. love training. You still have lots of things to do in the world. Like, what? yeah, well, and it's, it's every, I mean, people's priorities are always shifting and changing, but it doesn't mean that it's not, it's not a given. And mm-hmm. I think that's where I struggle is that there's this cultural expectation that it's a given that you are going to put your professional aspirations aside a little bit mm-hmm. as a mother. Um, yeah. And there definitely isn't that same, same feeling with professional men, even though they may want to put their professional aspirations aside Yeah, because their priorities change after becoming a father. Yeah. Yeah. We've been like, <laughs> Ashley and I have been talking a lot about like the motherhood tax, right. Which yeah. like I knew was a thing, but like when you really start to unpack it, it's pretty bad. Like, it's like, we like after women take like women, certain like are less likely to be employed. Right. Like if you have one kid, you're less likely to be, you're less likely to get a job. If you apply for a job, um, then, then a man with one kid, like you're, once you're away from a career for a while, you have to like you're re-entering at a lower place than you would have if you had a consistent, more consistent career. Like it's just, there's, it's, it, it's a tough one, right? Yeah. Because we're like, it's like almost um, like, it's sort of like holding back our um, economic potential. Um, and then for some people, it's, it's keeping women in poverty, mm-hmm. right? Um, sometimes I think, you know, like countries like um, the Netherlands, like have it right um, in a way, like having such a massive social, um, program for women who choose to be mothers alone, you know, um, it's like a, it's like a career choice. <laughs> oh, I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm wow. not sure exactly like the numbers, but I do know that, um, it's a completely different thing than like, it's like the complete opposite of our, I mean, I know in the U S it's the maternity leave is terrible. Um, it's but, non-existent. Uh, non-existent by terrible. I mean, non-existent. Um, and, but like, even what I've learned in Canada, like I was self-employed, um, and we didn't have anything then. Now we have a little something, um, in place if you, if you're self-employed, but 10 years ago, we didn't. Um, and, or like, even with, like with Ashley employed through our company at Feisty, um, what we're like, if, if we want her to have her full paycheck during mat leave, essentially, we're still paying for it. <laughs> like there's this, there's a small amount that, th- that, um, gets topped up by the government through the taxes that we've been paying, but like, it's not, you know, like, it's not like it wouldn't even pay like a percentage of her mortgage, you know, like, yeah. it's not like, right. like, it's like, if she didn't have a partner, you couldn't, and didn't have an employer that was willing or like mm. able to top, to top her up, um, yeah. to her like full paycheck, like, you would end up, you'd have to like move out of your house. Mm. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Even in Canada where it's said that we have a good quote unquote, right. Like, Matt leaf program. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that this went a different direction than I thought. Basically. I don't know. I have to trust my, my judgment. 
That was, that's yeah. my take home. I, I love that take home. I think you can absolutely trust your judgment about social media posting. Sorry. I was distracted just there. Like, are you petting buddy now? No, my foot. Oh, you're petting your foot. <laughs> stretching I was... my... I'm stretching my foot. Oh, that's Here. your uh... foot. I saw like her petting a black <laughs> thing and I thought I was her dog. And I was like, so excited to get the I'm buddy not... update. I'm <laughs> not petting my foot. I'm stretching it. <laughs> same thing (laughs) oh man I don't know where we went there okay (laughs) um what else do we want to do I think we're probably good we could take a break um let's let's do I rock because after the break if we were riding is a feisty podcast Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at If We Were Riding. And we love hearing from our feisty friends. So please send us a voicemail at sarah at livefeisty.com. That's Sarah without an H. Right. So just grab your phone, record an audio file and email it to me and we will love it and love you forever. And our regular listeners will know that if we were riding and all things feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear. For 15% off all items on orca.com, please use the code livefeisty15. And that includes the wetsuits. So good deals all around. All right, Sarah. You threw me a curveball because mm-hmm. I was not expecting. I'll go first. This. It wasn't on the run list. Okay, go. Do it. I'll go first. For once in my life, I'll go first because I'm going to. The last item on our run list was the Outspoken Summit, which happened this last weekend. Um, and I just decided to combine that with Iraq because, <laughs> but it also gave me the answer right on the run list. <laughs> yes. Um, so Iraq because. We had a successful fourth, no, third running of the Outspoken Summit virtually this weekend. Um, And I have to say, like, I, this was a, it was a bit of a rough year for Outspoken. Like we, um, we did the awards again too, the annual Outspoken Women in Triathlon Awards, which is always, always a highlight, like seeing people, we had 40 people on a Zoom call, everyone came on and cheers together, like all the finalists, um, people like that I hadn't seen in like some, like I know probably, probably a third of them say like personally. Um, so people coming on the Zoom and like being able to see their faces. And I actually, if the worst part was having to be like, announce the winner and be like, four people had to just like leave, <laughs> you know, like I, every time I wanted to be like, the winner is everybody. Oh, <laughs> like, anyway, but I think like, I'm getting to the reason why we rocked. Like we had some challenges because we like, we wanted to be in person, but people like really didn't sign up this year. And I think there was still a little bit of like COVID related, like lack of desire to do extra travel. I think maybe people were picking races over things like educational summits, um, for example. So we decided to go all virtual, um, and really like, oh my goodness, like everybody showed up, everybody was super engaged. Like we had all of the sessions, like were just like knocked it out of the park. Like I just, I was like, just kind of so proud of my team. Like we got through the whole weekend without a tech single check tech challenge. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was hard to say, without a single tech challenge. Um, we didn't have any of our speakers off doing runs and forgetting what time they're supposed to be there. Um, like everything just like went smoothly. People were engaged and um, yeah, it was, it really was phenomenal. Um, and I was worried going in. Um, not that I didn't think the speakers were going to be good or that I was worried about Zoom fatigue and people showing up like in person, you know, like not in person, but showing up live to the event, which is the best way to experience a virtual event. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so I rock because my team did an amazing Outspoken Summit. How uh, for, for the speakers, mm-hmm. do you have any favorites? I mean, I know you're not supposed to pick favorites. Obviously the awards, that's really rewarding, Uh, (laughs) but. (laughs) Um, Okay, for favorite speakers, oh man, let me think. Um, The one, okay. Sorry, I have to remember their names. We had a a leadership panel that was um, like, basically like women in sports leadership. And we had like these like four, just like incredible women. We had, uh, Natasha from Stomp the Pedal. We had Catherine Bertine. We had um, Nona Lee, who's like, a, she's um, a senior executive at for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, hmm. Super interesting perspectives. Um, and who's, oh, um, Nellie. She's the um, from head litigator from USAT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that panel, like just like the different perspectives and bringing people together on like how they kind of navigated their environments to get where they are. Um, hold on. I just want to make sure I get people's names right. So I'm just literally it up. Um, we had, all of them were good. Like I can't even, like, I, like there was no weak point. Like usually there's like one where people are like, oh, nobody attended that. Oopsie, whatever. Like, yeah none um sorry sarah this is like this is like what not to do while podcasting um you could just do a song and dance while i try to refresh my memory oh katie so katie's a ferris yes like she did like on we broadcast that live on facebook so people can watch that um still now it'll be in our outspoken facebook page um she did a really great job of like essentially telling her story from like where she was the time of Rio and how she realized she sort of had to get her head together. Um, and she had like several things happen in her life, um, and was able to sort of like shift her own narrative inside her head to get like, to get into that place where she was like, well, at the Olympics, like, like invariably or un, do you call it inarguably (laughs) one of the best in the world? Um, Nicole Lavoy. So Dr. Nicole Lavoy, she's like the head of um, the Tucker Center for Women in Sport. It's a research center. And she does like she spent her life um, doing research on uh, female coaches. Right. She had like all this great information about like how we change the narrative. Like she came up with bullet points around like how we change the narrative around female coaches, how we help um, how we help female athletes also thrive through having more female coaches. just like interesting and like across sports too, in terms of her perspective. So I always like that. Like, I like that, like getting outside of triathlon and like hearing from other people. Um, one of my favorite ones was on, I want to get it right. Oh, Jenny Baker. She's an ultra runner. Um, 
she, her, her workshop was called who runs the world according to Beyonce. <laughs> um, but, awesome. but it was like, it was really about how, like, essentially how like yelling at people on the internet is like not the way to create change and how to like meet people where they're at and help, um, and help like change sort of really like how change making is actually done. Mm. Um, and she was such a, such a positive, like she was just like a light, <laughs> you know, yeah. full of like positivity and just like, and a lot of wisdom um, as well. So anyway, they were all amazing. Um, and you can still like, you can still go back and later this week. So probably by Friday, when this comes out, you'll be able to get all the replays on, like you can still purchase the replays essentially. Um, yeah. They live on, feistytriathlon.com nice so yeah sounds yeah. like a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. sorry that was a really long I rock because wow no um, totally worth it because it gave me time to think about how I don't rock because <laughs> I can't think of anything stuff. Uh, um, I don't know jeez um I rock because it's almost nine o'clock here on the east coast I'm still awake Mm-hmm. that's good I think you rock because like this is essentially the same thing every week and like you've been so great about showing up for the podcast and I'm sure our listeners appreciate that too well um, let's all be honest the days where we record in the mornings you get a very different Sarah <laughs> we were talking about this before the podcast where the the weeks where I've been uh it's 10 a.m east coast time i am raring and ready to go and i'm firing quickly (laughs) sarah gets a very slow down version (laughs) that was not intentional pause that was not intentional (laughs) that was not very (laughs) slow down version (laughs) (laughs) which is probably my cue to wrap it up um, but thank you for listening to another week of if we're writing and I'll see you next week, Sarah. Hopefully I'll be a little sharper then. No, you don't need to be sharper. Though. No pressure. We, I, I love the sharpness that you bring just as it is. None of you people can tell me to stop my town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. Oh,